Welcome to Yitachon uh, Chaburah. We're just going to jump right in. The objective of this, this came from a meeting that we had with AJ who was in the office. And uh, he was saying, somebody asked him a question about a, com- a competitive force coming into play and kind of messing our, our plans up. What would happen? So AJ said, that's why we pray. We joked, we should start a Yitachon Chaburah. It's not a joke anymore. We're actually doing it. Because we know that really where, uh, where our success is going to come from is going to be Hashem. And we need to keep that in mind as we go through the process, especially early on. So I thought what we do, what we're going to start with is we're going to go through Victor Miller's uh, commentary on Sharbi Tachon and Chobos Alavobos, on Duties of the Mind. And just start from the beginning. We'll read it. And if anybody has stories that come up, uh, personal anecdotes, then I'd love it for us to share those as well because they're really great. Avi, you have one. So basically, Baslan is a little bit messed up right now at uh, the moment. There are like a number of holidays. Um, and as I arrived at the bus stop, I didn't even know that the bus lines weren't really operating today. But as I arrived at the bus stop, someone pulled up and said, You're Shalim. And I was like, Yeah, Tachanamar Gazid. He's like, Yes. And he drove me literally right here. Amazing. Literally, as soon as I got to the bus, I had to do something before that, so I knew I was going to be even later. But that actually, I got here even earlier than I was planning. So that that is incredible. Hashkafa story for today. Beautiful. Okay, so with that, we're going to jump right in. So this will only be each one probably like five ten minutes. We'll keep them short, and it'll be after mincha uh, at Tachanah Merkazi. So it starts off Sharbi Tachon, the gate of trust in Hashem. Uh, regarding trust in Hashem. So he says, we explained in the previous shah, in the previous uh, section of his book, the obligation of taking upon ourselves the service of Hashem. Therefore, I have seen fit to present after that what is most needed for a person to be a servant of Hashem, and that is for a person to have trust in Hashem in all of his affairs. So, Says Rabbi Victor Miller. Now that's a very significant statement. When you settle down to the actual subject of serving Hashem, the very first of all the things that you need is the subject of bitachon. That's what our Chabur is all about. That may seem at first like a new idea. After we make up our minds to serve Hashem, we instinctively look for action. What, what do we do? Obligations that we have to fulfill. Instead, the author, author of Chobos Duties of the Art, he gives us things to think about. So we begin to see that the most important part, important part of serving Hashem is thinking. We also have functions to perform, but first on the list of avodas Hashem, of serving Hashem, is certain attitudes of the mind that we have to acquire. Above all, the most important requirement of avodas elokim is bitachon, is this trust in Hashem, which is a matter of thought of the mind. That's the first and most important way to serve Hashem. You can also refer to this idea with the word amuna, sincere belief, as he translates it. This means that if you want to serve Hashem, work on amuna, work on your belief. That's number one. Admittedly, amuna is a prerequisite for avodas elokim. But suppose a person reads the whole shar, this whole section of his book, of chovos elavos and avodas elokim, on serving Hashem, and is inspired to do something right now. So the author tells them, if you want to do something, gain more amuna, right? Like work on the thought you'll discover that the amuna you had before was too weak. It wasn't good enough to be called real service of Hashem. Now, bitachon is a subset. It's just one form of amuna. Bitachon tells us to know that Hashem is in charge. It also tells us that Hashem wants to do kindness with His creations. 
He is a chavetz chesed. He desires doing kindness. Once we have these two ideas established clearly in our minds, we've, we've achieved the amunah, the amunah that we need to serve Hashem. So we have to teach ourselves, number one, that Hashem does everything. Whatever happens comes from Him. And we have to learn, number two, that Hashem is doing it all for the purpose of chesed, kindness. The author now begins to explain that Bitachon is the most fundamental quality for one who serves Hashem. So he says, Bitachon applies to everything. Everything you do needs Bitachon, including earning a living, attempting to uphold your health, and maintaining good relations with your family and with your friends and your neighbors. It also includes your learning and even your tefillah. Even when we pray, we have to ask for help praying to Hashem. Bitachon for mitzvos. In the beginning, that's the next section title. In the beginning of our tefillah, we say, Hashem, open my lips so that my mouth may declare your praise. Why do we say that? Because although we're ready to pray to Hashem, we cannot be sure that we will succeed. And therefore, we first say a tefillah for success in tefillah. We have bitachon that our success in tefillah depends on Hashem's help in the same way everything else we do depends on Him. For example, people work really hard before Pesach, which we all just experienced, cleaning the house, getting rid of chametz, but they're relying on their own effort. That's a mistake. In the middle of Pesach, they might be surprised to find a whole bottle of whiskey someplace in the closet. So even, have you ever heard that story of the lady, she like turned on the air conditioner after yeah, Pesach? Cheerios. And the Cheerios. <laughs> so you never know. You can't just trust in your own effort because you'll find it lacking. So even when it comes to getting ready for Pesach, don't rely on your own efforts. You need to ask Hashem to give you success. You need siyata dishmaya. We need Hashem's help in everything, even to succeed in the mitzvot that He gives us to do. The same is true in all areas of your life. You must always refer back to Hashem in your learning, in learning Torah, in, our, in learning uh, to try to have pitachon. How can you be sure that you have the right interpretation of the text, that we're reading it properly, we're digesting it properly? You need so many things in order to succeed in learning, such as having the available time, good chavirim, good friends, people to learn with. So you have to ask Hashem to cause all of these to be effective. Don't rely on yourself even in a mitzvah. So he says, we need to give special attention to the study of bitachon because it brings great benefits in both matters of Torah observance and in worldly matters. So he says, bitachon is not for all. Just a warning, Rabbi Victor Miller gets like very intense uh, about the topic of bitachon but it's, it's good to wake us up. So he says, you need bitachon if you want to have success in spiritual matters, in serving Hashem, right? And in material matters, like making a living, taking care of our health, and so on. What about people who don't have bitachon in Hashem out in the world, right? The answer is that Hashem connects the world in different ways for different creatures, such as animals, trees, and birds. Birds don't have any bitachon, but Hashem doesn't expect it of them. He conducts their existence according to rules that are appropriate for them. He might even make a whole species of bird extinct. There was a flightless bird called the dodo that became extinct in the 17th century. So Hashem's plan with these birds, they should exist up to a certain time. And they existed without bitachon. And when their time was up, they were gone. There are people in the world who also exist without bitachon. And when the time comes, Hashem doesn't need them. So they might disappear. Countless people in the books of history, nations, right, that aren't around today. Um, so there's a different reckoning with people who, who aren't holding in this area of, uh, of serving Hashem. He conducts those lives according to a general set of laws as opposed to a personal relationship. But as far as us, we're working on Ravitachon and Hashem. We say, blessed is he who gives goodly reward to those who fear him. This is besides the compassion he has for people in general. As we say, blessed is he who has mercy on his creatures. 
For those who fear Hashem and observe the Torah, there's a special, or the commandments, right, the things that he tells us to do, there's a special conduct of goodly reward, and therefore it's important for us to comply with the test of bitachon. Hashem causes our bitachon to have an effect on the future. That doesn't mean that if you trust in Hashem, your bitachon will make you a millionaire. We have to keep in mind when we're trying to be successful, right? There are many reasons why we don't become a millionaire. It could be because Hashem is a chavitz chesed. He wants good for us, and He knows that we're not responsible enough to handle big money. It could be that being a millionaire will ruin us, personally, right? You may move out of the, the right neighborhood and start doing things that are not for people like us to do. Who knows what will happen to you? So, He considers it better for you not to have a million dollars. Bitachon doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get exactly what we want, what you want, right? But bitachon does mean that Hashem is going to do what's good for you. Let's say you have bitachon that you'll be given the key to the pharmacy and you'll be able to go in and take whatever you want, but you don't know what kinds of medicines to take. So getting that privilege is going to be poison. You have to know what kind of medicine to take. Therefore, we can't trust in our own tefillos. In our tefillah for the new month, we ask for a life in which Hashem will fulfill our heartfelt requests for good. It has to be for the good. Give us what we're asking for, but only if it's for the good. So we even need His help when we're davening. When we're praying. So although there are many times when people do not receive what they've asked Hashem for, this shouldn't weaken their commitment to the principle of bitachon, of trust in Hashem. Hashem is always there standing behind the partition. He's hiding himself, as it says, the most high sits in concealment. Uh, but he's conducting your affairs according to the very best manner for you. That's in response to your bitachon. This principle is summarized in the verse, blessed is the man who trusts in Hashem, then Hashem will be his security. This means that if a person has bitachon, Hashem will respond. If people don't have bitachon, Hashem might relegate them to the category of creatures in general. Who, who knows what's going to happen to them? Okay, so that will stop today, and tomorrow we'll get together again. I'm just like you. I'm just passing through, just like you. Treasures of another kind And if you had my